This is the Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. Where hip hop, the gospel, and sports intersect. Trying to put in the work So I look back and smile When it's said and done I really feel like the one Whether it's rapping or snapping No peace I produce I just know I got the Pulse I just know I just know I got the juice My dreams are worth more than gold Where they will take me I'll never know As long as I reach my goal 
Just trying to spread some hope and tell you to keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming. Success is waiting for you. Better believe it all. Keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming. Success is waiting for you. Better believe it all. A story in the making. With all the shots that I'm taking, some about a brick, but I take the bricks, make a home of it. When the time kicks down, I cannot regret a minute. The possibilities are so offended. Fired up, up in the final way to make it. Only way to see the picture is to take it, yeah. Feeling unstoppable, probable isn't an option. I don't fear an obstacle, yeah. Got on my side, so I gotta go running with faith. Haters falling like dominoes, yeah. I see no limits. Wake up and open my curtains, I look to the sky, yeah. Born at the bottom, a bird in the cage, but I started singing, now it's time to fly. My Dreams are worth more than gold. Where they will take me, I'll never know. As long as I reach my goal, I'm just trying to spread some hope and tell you to keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming. Success is waiting for you. Better believe it. Keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming, keep on dreaming. Success is waiting for you. Better believe it. Until we break night, until we break night, until we break night, until we break night, until we break night. Tonight's gonna be a great night. Stay sharp like steak night. Names, docs, flow airtight. I'm watching out for those snake bites. Moving sounds like great white. Can't see we in the same fight. Just dark roads, no headlights. I'll make a bend till I break night live. I get why they hate me, they want me to fall in the air in my life. I understand, how could you blame a man, look at my wife. I'm cooking tonight, oh Lord, please look at my life. Not a late night, grinding, ain't grinding, yeah, it's a good price. Yeah, 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 we gon' take flight. Ain't nothing new, I been here grinding late nights. We up all night, just to stay right. I'll make a bend, bend, and we break night. Until we break night. Until we break night. Until we break. I'll make a bend, bend, and we break night. Until we break night. Until we break night. I'll make a bend, bend, and we break night. Some people dream for this moment. For this moment. Sleep and lose focus. lose focus. You had to bleed for this moment. To can't think in this moment. Nah. You're so amazed that you can't let it go. Let it go. Found grace is so beautiful. By the way, it's time to free yourself. Free yourself. Created for a purpose, gotta let them know. Hey, I know you hear me speaking out. Speaking Many out. conditions try to change your route. Yeah. Money talking made you watch your mouth. Superior routines, it's like ruts in your jeans. Embrace your self-esteem. That superficial lifestyle's too much to ask for. From the two-door coops to four-door stash more. Cravings for that unrestrained truth, which was once a door. Proud from the flattery to lose what was not yours. Grateful for the grace and the truth. But get bashed more. The more you know, the more you go through. Claim the blessing and sit back and flow through it as the world's moving. Once you're connected to the source, it keeps that pride ruined. Keep the hope fluent. You know the blood's ruling. I plead the Lord's blood.
So I suggest you do it. And then he goes on in verse 3. And he says this. And there is the reminder to the church. Remember then what you have received and heard. Obey it and do what? Repent. Here's the reminder. See, the church had received the word of God. They had heard the word of God. But see, following the word of God is more than just hearing the word of God. See, oftentimes, here's something that my mother used to say all the time to me. That it has gone in one ear and what? Out the other. See, oftentimes you can hear something, but you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to put that into practice. Yes, I've heard and you've chirped and you've said all these things, but I'm not going to do it. So in essence, it's gone in one ear and exited out the other. And see, receiving the word of God is more than just actually hearing. It is actually putting it into practice. And see, the word of God calls for submission and our obedience. And so, since the church had not submitted and obeyed, God is saying this, you need to repent. You need to change your state of mind and you need to repent because you have disregarded and disobeyed the word of God. And that is sin. That is sinfulness. And see, when we are in sin, what is the scriptures or what do the scriptures indicate we need to do? We need to repent. And so the church of Sardis, they needed to repent because they had disobeyed the word of God. Any of us, when we disobey God's word, God is saying, hey, listen, you need to repent. You need to turn from sinfulness and you need to get back to what is right. And so therefore, remember, you have received the word of God. You have heard it. You have heard the word of God. And I would say for us in this church, we have heard the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. As I have gone through and started in Genesis and look at where we're at now in Revelation, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning in it. We have gone through and you have heard the word of God. So there are no excuses for any of us. We need to put it in to practice. But here's the thing. If you don't put the word of God in practice, if you don't submit your life unto the Lord, if you are not obedient unto the word, there is a judgment that is on the horizon. See, with sinfulness and with the continual sinfulness that is found in someone's life, there will be judgment. Note what it says. If you do not wake up, what will I do? I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come to you. See, there are consequences to not adhering to the word of God. Judgment from God can be at any time, at any moment. God will judge sinfulness. Now, it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but it's coming. It's on the horizon. Look for it. It will come if you are found to be sinful. And so this church in Sardis, they are being warned. 
You have heard God's word. You have not obeyed it. I am giving you the opportunity to repent. And that's so, that's so great. Or that's what's so great about our God. The Bible indicates this. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to what? Repentance. He is giving humanity an opportunity to repent. He wants you to repent of your sins. He wants you to turn back to him. But if you don't turn, he will judge you. It's kind of like what my wife says. My wife teaches math at uh, at a community college and she tells her students. I always laugh when she says this. She tells her students, listen, I want you to do well. I want you to pass this class, but you have to do the homework. But note this. People will say, Mrs. Mrs. Robinson, Mrs. R, she's so nice. She's so sweet. But you know what? If you don't do your homework and if you don't pass, I will fail you. I will fail you as great and as nice as you think I am. I will fail you. And see, that's the thing. God is saying this. I'm a great and awesome and gracious and merciful God. But you know what? I will bring judgment. I will judge you. And so at verse four, he says this. Therefore, yet you have still a few persons in Sardis who have not what? Soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white for they are worthy. See, there's still a faithful remnant, even though the majority, it, it appears in this church have soiled their clothes. In essence, they have sinned against God. Yet there's always a faithful remnant. That is what's so awesome to me is that when we look throughout the pages of scripture and we look and we, and actually, if you look throughout our world, you can say, man, it seems that the world is so unrighteous and evil and dark and unworthy. Yet there's still people who are saying, I'm still going to follow the Lord. I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to be like those individuals that might surround me. I'm going to stay faithful and pure and walk with the Lord. The Bible indicates that we should do what? Walk in a manner that is worthy of the gospel. And there's always a remnant that will do that. And God is saying here, yet there's still a few in the church who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white for they are worthy. There are these select few that were at Sardis who did not succumb or who had not been influenced by secular culture, the secular culture that was found in their day. They were not involved in idolatry. They were not involved in adultery. They had not undermined the truths of the gospel message and they had refrained from compromise. That's how we need to be. Again, if we truly are going to be the people of God, the culture that we live in is sick. It's dark, but we need to stand and stand firm. And so while other people are worshiping false gods, we need to say, I'm going to worship the true and living God. While some people said, I'm going to be involved in all kinds of of adultery, we need to say, I'm going to stay committed to the one who saved my life. I'm going to stand firm in the truth of the gospel. And see, some of these individuals in Sardis, 
Their spiritual conduct and their morality was lacking. But there were a few who said, I'm going to stand. And therefore, their spiritual conduct and their morality was still intact. They were still following Jesus. They were walking with him. They were walking in the footsteps of Jesus. They were not soiled, dirty, defiled, or sinful. In essence, they were dressed in white, which equates to what? Purity. And see, their purified character made them worthy. Worthy. I want to be worthy. I don't know about you guys, but I want to stand before the Lord worthy, dressed in essence in white, which reminds us of having a pure character, nature, in essence. The Infinite Flow Show, where hip-hop, the gospel, and sports intersect. Welcome to the Infinite Flow sports segment. Just to start off, I'd like to discuss the NBA. At this point, I think the leaders in the clubhouse for the NBA championship are the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. I don't think there's any dispute regarding this. Uh, maybe in the East, some people are, are pumping up Boston. Uh, Boston has a solid team, good young team, but with Cleveland's additions, Kyle Carver, Andrew Bogut, uh, Darren Williams, and even uh, Derek Williams, who is filling in while K-Love, Kevin Love is out. Um, I, I don't see anybody beating Cleveland. Until, until LeBron retires, I think Cleveland is always going to be the favorite in the East, especially when you have Kyrie, um, who's backing up uh, LeBron. So they, they, Cleveland's just got a solid team. Um, and again, with all the additions that they've made, I think they've made themselves that much better and really are going to be in contention for for the repeat. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Golden State, especially with uh, Kevin Durant, Durant being hurt and uh, you know having the bone bruise in his knee. He's expected to be out for four weeks. So after the four weeks and he comes back, it's going to be interesting to see how effective he's, he can be. I don't care what anybody says. I, I know, you know, these guys, you know, they have the best when it comes to rehab and getting themselves ready. But when you have a knee injury and you're coming back and you're trying to play at a high level and you're playing competitive basketball, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting again to see how KD comes back, what type of fitness he has, how effective he's going to be. Um, I, I'm in no way, shape or form, you know, trying to compare myself to these guys. But I remember in college when I was at Rice University, um, I had a, uh, a ACL, MCL sprain in my knee and I tried to come back after about three to four weeks and it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't fully healed. Um, I couldn't cut, um, I didn't have the flexibility. I couldn't do a lot of things that I could do prior to the injury. 
And I just have a feeling that KD, you know, he's going to take this time to try to rest and rehab. But I don't know if he's still going to be the same KD that we saw at the first part or in the first part of the season. So it's going to be interesting. I think Golden State is, you know, you, you could say San Antonio could get up there, but I, I think Golden State has enough. I mean, they still uh, have Steph. They still have Clay, Draymond, uh, Andre uh, Iguodala. They, I mean, they still got a solid team, so don't get it twisted. I mean, they didn't go from, you know, you know, being in the front runner to, you know, not making the playoffs here, but um, it's going to be a much, much different scenario for them. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens as we push down the line here, as we get closer to the playoffs and seeing how both teams line up. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Cleveland and Golden State again and should be a heck of a series. And, and you know, keeping with the NBA, I grew up a Laker fan. I remember when Magic got drafted and, you know, played for the Lakers. I remember, you know, Magic and Kareem and, you know, Byron and James, you know, the the Showtime Lakers. Now, the Lakers are nowhere close to the Showtime Lakers, but with Magic taking over the presidency, I'm not saying he's going to get them back to that level, but it's going to be really interesting to see what happens uh, within uh, Magic's presidency. Listen, they got, they've got some pieces to work with. I mean, D'Angelo, if he continues to improve, Brandon Ingram, I know it's been an up and down. This is his rookie year, up and down season. But if he can get to the level where they think he can get to, and you still, you got Julius who, to me, Julius, he's a walking double double. That that guy should be averaging fifteen and ten, and he should do that for the next, you know, seven, eight, nine years, maybe ten years. I mean, he's got that those types of skills and that capability. They have Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr., and then the young kid Zubak, the center. I mean, they've got some good pieces to work with. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Right now. The Lakers have a shot potentially to get the second pick. Everyone is saying that right now, um, Markel Fultz is probably going to be the number one, followed by Lonzo Ball, um, the point guard from UCLA. It'll be very, very interesting to see if that all comes to fruition. And if the Lakers can pick up Lonzo Ball, I mean, the kid is, uh, I won't say he's, you know, once in a lifetime, but I mean, he's a generational player. He's a player that can really transition your program into being okay to, you know, now you're knocking on the doorstep of getting into the playoffs and then doing something. And then as you progress and you get some, you know, some uh, maturity there and you start playing as a team and, you know, play a couple of years together, if they got Lonzo Ball, maybe two, three years, the Lakers could be back into the mix again. So that's that's it's going to be very interesting to see what happens uh, as the the season goes down. You know, everybody's saying, "Hey, you should y'all should be tanking the Lakers." That is, you know, tank for Ball. But uh, I mean, they've got a legitimate shot to to get Ball. So. Um, It'd be interesting to see what happens. You know, by the way, it's from my understanding, Magic, Rob Palenka, who's the new GM, some of the players like Brandon Ingram, I think D'Angelo Russell, 
Um, they went to UCLA's game um, the other day, and let's be honest, they they weren't there just to see anybody on the court because UCLA played uh, Washington. Markel Fultz, who supposedly is going to be the number one, plays for University of Washington, but he didn't even play. He's he's out hurt at this moment. So who do you think the Lakers were there to see? Who do you think Magic was there to see? I would say one Lonzo Ball. So, um, and it, if you've ever, if you've heard Lonzo's dad, Lavar Ball, he's pushing Lakers. Uh, you know, from L.A., homegrown. So that would be a tremendous story. I mean, kid who from Chino Hills, California, goes to goes to UCLA, has a great freshman year, potentially going to, um, you know, you know, get them to the point where they could contend for a national championship, and then. Hey, if he, you know, was able to be drafted by the Lakers and, you know, in his hometown. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. And then the final thing I want to talk about is this, uh, NFL. So right now they have the uh, combine that's going on in Indianapolis and you've had, you know, all the position players, you know, coming in. Um, just recently they had the wide receivers there. And a young man named John Ross, he's from, he's from the University of Washington, wide receiver. He broke the f- previous record of Chris Johnson um, in the 40. Now, John Ross, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess he has some type of track background because Dew is a flyer. I mean, he's a blazer. But uh, Chris Johnson previously ran a 4 for y'all who don't know, that is just flat out getting it. I mean, that is moving. I, I, I mean, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my college days. I I ran um, a a low four six somewhere in there, so I was not a blazer by any stretch of the imagination. I played wide receiver, but when you start running sub four three, that is flat out getting it. So. The previous record in the at the combine was four two four by uh, Chris Johnson. John Ross, wide receiver from the University of Washington, ran a four two two four twenty two. That is moving. I I I watched it, and first and foremost, he didn't even look like he was straining. I mean, he just, I mean, smooth. He got out from that stance and got down the line. But when they said 4-2-2, I said, wait, 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 hold on a minute. Stop. Let me rewind. And let me see. Let me watch that one more time. And I watched it again. And that was amazing. 4-2-2. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and check it out. Anyway, signing off. Infinite Flow Sports. The Infinite Flow Show, where hip-hop, the gospel, and sports intersect.
And so it goes on at verse five. And here's the encouragement to the unfaithful in the church of Sardis. If you conquer, you will be clothed like them, those who are pure in white robes. And I will not blot your name out of the book of life. I will confess your name before my father and before his angels. And see, these individuals who were spiritually dead, God is saying, if you conquer, if you come over and and overcome this and hold on to your faith, then you will overcome the temptations and you will be found worthy. It reminds me to a certain extent what we find in the book of Genesis. Think about this. In the book of Genesis, there are these two brothers, Cain and Abel. And see, Abel was a man who was found righteous before the Lord, but Cain was unrighteous. And so the story says this, at one time they are coming to worship the Lord. And as they're worshiping, the Bible says this, that Abel's um, gift unto the Lord was received, but Cain's was what? Rejected. And he grew upset and angry at his brother. And so the Lord comes to Cain and he says this, why are you angry? Why are you angry? Because your brother, he gave a sacrifice that was accepted, but yours was not. He says, therefore, listen, sin is lurking at the door, but you can what? Overcome. You can overcome it. And see, here's the thing. Just like this church, some of the individuals in the church, they had the ability to overcome. And if they overcame, they too could receive white robes, which would speak of the purity and the nature of purity that God represents. But here's the thing. If you reject God and if you are not righteous, then God will blot your name out. He will not confess you before his father and before his angels. And see, here's the thing for us. And this is the thing that we should realize. If we want to be found righteous and receive the eternal reward of God, then we need to be individuals who are willing to submit ourselves unto the Lord be found in obedience, be clothed in purity, and we need to be able to confess the name of God in all the places that we find ourselves. And the Bible says this, if we confess his name in where we find ourselves, then he would confess us before the Father. But if we do not confess him in the places that we find ourselves, and in essence, if we deny him, then what will he do? He will deny us before his father. And that has eternal ramifications. And so at verse six, as we close this particular section, it says this, let anyone who has an ear listen to what the spirit is saying to the churches. Once again, we see this listen. And again, it's more than just hearing. It is putting into practice. Church of Sardis, you need to listen and obey. And I would say for the the same thing for us today, church, we need to be more than just people who hear. We need to be those who obey.
writing love songs. All I really know is that I love you. They try to say our love just wouldn't last long. But all I really know is that I love you. All I really know is that I love you. All I really know is that I love you. Back when we was in college, yeah, I could see it in your eyelids. Yeah. Way that you would bet your eyelids, yeah. Girl, I knew it would be violent. She stole my heart. All I spoke it was some silence, yeah. Said all I spoke it was some silence. I was in love, I could hear violence, yeah. I was in love, I could hear violence, yeah. Said you knew I was a bad boy. No diddy, you could see I was a fast boy. But no quickies, I got mileage like a passport. No biggie, you was everything I asked for. Wait, no, really? I had 21, tryna check me down. I was like, you like 21, you gon' settle down. Hold up, you the realest one. I can't mess around. Hold up, she done got a gun, she done shot me down. Hold up, I'm not really good at writing love songs. All I really know is that I love you. They try to say our love just wouldn't last long. But all I really know is that I love you. All I really know is that I love you. All I really know is that I love you. Never let them go of you. No way. Today's a new day. And I've learned a hard way.
Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We will have new episodes every two weeks, so come back and join us for the Infinite Flow Show, where hip-hop, the gospel, and sports intersect.